right, Brad, we are going back to the basics today. I'm really excited about this episode because I feel like we haven't really talked about like this. Well, we haven't talked about it at all, but this is like a pretty no, simple concept that's really important. It's something we talk about a lot with our yes. clients. I feel like this is like a weekly conversation. Yes. So uh, enough of keeping you waiting. Um, we're going to be talking about vitamin versus painkiller products. Vitamin versus painkiller products. And Did I'm just going like, to tell you yourself? really- like, is this your own thing? I've always I, wondered this. You know, I don't think it is. I had to have heard it somewhere. I don't I don't think there's any way I'm like smart enough to come up with this. I'm gonna I'll really take credit, credit, but if someone knows, yeah. if someone knows where this is from, please let me know. Cause I don't I you're don't think only, I created it. You're the only person I literally in my life that's ever said it. I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I don't think I created it, but if I uh, I will take credit if no one else knows who created it. Uh, so, okay, vitamin versus painkiller product. Uh, on a really basic term or a really basic level, what this means is that the thing you sell is either positioned as a vitamin, which I would say is like a nice to have, or a painkiller, which this solves my problem right now. So when you think about like vitamins versus painkillers, like in, you know, if you go to Walgreens or CVS or your pharmacy or whatever, Vitamins are things that like when you got a headache, you're not reaching for the vitamin D, right? You're reaching for the Tylenol to get rid of your headache, right? right? And when you want to like, you know, make your hair grow a little bit better, you're not reaching for the, the Advil. You're reaching for, you know, whatever vitamin helps make your hair is grow Rogaine better, right? Thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, that's a, that's a topic for another day. I have some thoughts on that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that can apply to your business as well. So if you have a product that uh, your consumers view a little bit more as like a nice to have, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what that means. And uh, some clients or some brands are positioned a little bit more like a painkiller where it solves an immediate need for the customers. And unfortunately, there's no real way for you to decide where you're positioned. You sort of just have to realize how people view you and then try to make steps to position yourself a little bit more as a painkiller. The reason that this is important and the reason we're talking about it this week is because we talked to Allison Jandu, a potty training consultant who like has a very vitamin product. Like she's solving a problem for sure, but potty training is kind of one of those things. And, and we talked a little bit about it where um, a lot of parents, one, the window is super short, right? Like you're not potty training for years and years. And two, most kids figure it out, right? And so, right. Uh, or there's a lot of ways you can do it at home. So that's why Allison is a little bit more positioned as a vitamin. So we're going to talk a little bit um, more about when you have a vitamin product, what to do about but it. I think it's important to note that we're not saying it's bad if you're a vitamin. Right. 100%. 100%. I would say most of our clients are a little bit more uh -huh. vitamin products, can, right? Can we give an example of a painkiller product in our in our space? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like most of us, most people know us from working with um, taking care of babies and uh, taking care of babies is very much a painkiller product, right? right? When your baby is not sleeping through carousel, taking care of babies sells uh, online sleep classes, if you're not familiar for babies. And so if you, um, if your baby isn't sleeping through the night, like and you go buy Kara's product, that is going to solve that immediate need, right? It's a pain that you have that's so deep that you need to remedy it. Um, immediately. So she's a little bit more positioned as a painkiller. And you know, it's a, we're going to talk about this, but because she's a natural painkiller and she knows that, I don't want to say marketing is easy because it's never easy, but it's a little easier for right. her because the painkiller is just so easy to speak self. to it. Yeah. It sells 100%. itself. 
Yeah, exactly. So if you have like maybe something that's a little bit more positioned as a nice to have or a vitamin product or something that people like, you know, if they don't buy your product today, they're they're going to be fine, right? They're going to carry on with their lives. You can help them, but you know, ultimately like they might not totally realize that or they're not feeling that pain. I want to talk about a few things that you may need to do uh, in order to position yourself one, a little bit more like a painkiller, but two, like just some things that you need to be aware of, uh, if you do have a vitamin product. So Brad, do you want to just uh, kick us off with kind of that first, first thing on the list? Yeah, actually, uh, I know we, so for those listening, we do have a list written up, but I want to actually, I'm going to go to number two, Kyler first, um, because I just kind of talked about that. Um, and that's kind of my background is writing. Um, when you're a, when you have a vitamin product, your copy has to be more fine tuned. You Mm -hmm, have to make it sound like it is a painkiller product. Like, you know, we're talking about taking care of babies. And I, if you go to her website, takingcarebabies.com, her headline says, we help babies sleep better. She doesn't have to say anything else. Like, that's it. Because as a parent, right. it's, just, it's just, it's this universal phenomenon. We know that, you know, hey, parent, new parents struggle with sleep. And so she doesn't mm-hmm. have to say much. But if you're a vitamin, you really have to dig a little bit deeper. And as Donald Miller would say, I know we reference him a lot because we're former story wearing guides. But in my class, he used the phrase, you have to twist the knife. And I think mm-hmm. he's right. Like you have to twist that knife to make people feel the pain when there's no mm-hmm. pain present. You have to create it and sell it and talk about it and ask yourself. Because I mean, you're still, even if you're a vitamin product, you're still solving a problem. So the question you have to ask yourself is how does the problem manifest itself? Mm-hmm. And then you twist that knife a little bit. Does that make yeah, sense? And I w- yeah, for sure. And I want to just like really quickly address that and just like be like acknowledge that that language is a little harsh and like I've gotten you know we've gotten pushback on that but like ultimately what it comes down to is that your product can solve a pain point for the audience they just might not know it whereas if you're selling a painkiller they know the pain they're feeling it right their kid just didn't sleep through the night or they have a headache or whatever right so they know that they're experiencing that pain you don't have to like help them put words to what they're feeling whereas when you have a vitamin product twisting the knife which is like a little bit aggressive like it's a little really harsh, what that, yeah. yeah what that means essentially is you're just helping people articulate the problem that they are already feeling because you have right. the solution for them right okay yep. so um copy has to be a little bit more fine-tuned i mean we always recommend hiring a writer but i also understand mm-hmm. like maybe that's not overly realistic if you're listening to this and you're just starting out. And so if you don't have the ability to hire a professional writer who can help you with your website copy, what that might mean is that you need to spend more time testing. You need to spend more time asking your audience what types of pain points they're having and really listening in your copy needs to, uh, needs to reflect that. Yep. Absolutely. That again, that's why I said you have to ask yourself, how does this problem manifest itself in your customer's daily life? Like let them give you, actual examples so you you got to hear from your audience how it's doing that so that you can write really fine-tuned copy absolutely the other thing too that you need to do and this is our second thing is you need to have more touch points if you're a vitamin product painkiller product can you know like i'll I'll just keep using kara as an example until very recently uh she pretty much just had social media and her website Like she Mm -hmm. pretty much only had a handful of touch points that someone would interact with her. Whereas a vitamin product might need to have the website, social media, a webinar, an email funnel, a lead generator, a lot of blogs, a podcast, right? You you have to be able to 
engage with the audience more and maybe come at that problem from multiple angles through multiple touch points um, when you have a vitamin product. Oh, for sure. And the thing is, is like when it's a pain, if it's a pain, like we'll just say not sleeping is a pain. I may not do as much research as I normally would because I just want to solve the problem right now. Right. And yeah. You're grabbing the first, you're grabbing the first painkiller on the shelf. Yeah, exactly. For, for the most vitamin part. Product, yeah, yeah. 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 If it's a vitamin product, I'm going to do my due diligence. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to look around. I'm going to read some things. So like, that's uh-huh. why there has to be more touch points there is because there, there's more time spent into that decision. So you have to really build that trust with, with people. Mm-hmm, for sure. I, we could probably be here all day talking about this. And I keep, yeah, like, really I love cool. the language of vitamin and painkiller. It's like next time you're at like the pharmacy, go look at the vitamins and then look at the painkillers. And what you'll see is that the painkiller like branding and packaging is so simple and like sometimes a little ugly, very basic. Whereas the vi- the vitamin uh, packaging is usually more like exciting, a little more vibrant. It tells you what it does. And that's kind of proving our point and showing our point, right? When you have a vitamin product, you have to be able to articulate what it is. You have to be able to stand out on the shelf, so to speak. Um, And you do that through more touch points, better copy. And third uh, is you may have to have a slightly lower price than a uh, painkiller. So you want to talk about that? Oh, I mean, it really is the same thing. Really, we just said is like, if I have a pain, I will pay whatever it takes to solve that problem, solve that pain, right? I'm not even, a lot of times I may not even look at the price, but if it's a vitamin product, I price becomes a consideration and I may start comparing prices to other things. And so, yeah, it's, and typically like, yes, you want to be priced lower because it's just, it's so different when it's solving a problem in that very moment that I need it. I'm willing to pay more for it. Whereas a vitamin, I can, I, it's something I can get by with. It's, it's a nice to have. I don't need to pay top dollar for it. So again, like Brad mentioned this earlier, but I just want to make it super clear. There is nothing wrong with having a vitamin product. Okay. Like many brands out there are more vitamin type products. And like, quite frankly, there's like very few brands that are painkiller products, right? Particularly in the digital space, because there's so many options out there because digital has changed so much over the years. So I don't want you to hear this and think like, oh gosh, I need a painkiller product. That's not it at all. It it really is just, if you do have a vitamin product, you need to be aware of the fact your copy likely has to be more fine tuned. You're going to need more touch points and you might need to price your product a little bit lower. And I think understanding that and just being real with yourself that, hey, I have a vitamin product will actually make that journey a lot easier because then you're not like, you know, rolling out your website thinking, why am I not getting any sales? Well, now now that you've listened to this, you know why that might be the case. It's so funny you say that because I was actually just thinking that I think some people take offense to this. Because mm-hmm. everyone wants to naturally say, well, wait a minute, I'm, I'm a painkiller. People need me. Well, I think you really have to do some like introspective thinking on that. I don't know if I use that word correctly. But you have to use like some deep thinking on that to really examine if you truly are a painkiller or vitamin. Because if you're a vitamin and you think you're a painkiller and you're just, you go out there and market yourself as a painkiller, but you're not, you may not see the results that, that, that you're expecting. Like you really have to just, you have to accept the fact that you're a vitamin and then market mm-hmm. appropriately. 100%. All right. So vitamin versus painkiller. We love that imagery. So when you're, are, when you're marketing your brand, when you're thinking about how you position your brand, which side do you fit on? Are you more of a vitamin or are you more of a painkiller? And if you are more of a vitamin product, again, like we said, you might have to spend a little more time on your copy, 
you might need some more touch points with your marketing and you might need to price yourself just a little bit lower to gain that edge um, when you're talking to your audience. We're going to have probably have to do another episode on this topic because we literally could go all day. 100%. But thank you for giving us 12 minutes yeah, <laughs> of your time sure. listening sure. to this. And we will uh, definitely cover this more in depth because a lot of this too, Brad, like I know we are like basically wrapped and now we're coming back into it. But uh, know, here we go. a lot of this. Yeah, here we go. Let's go. Another tw- another 12. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This basically is like the underlying like concept that's important to understand for every brand, right? Like we approach all of our brands with that sort of like awareness. Um, and so it sort of is the baseline for kind of like really all of our episodes or a lot of our episodes. Um, And so now that you've heard this, hopefully that kind of helps frame some of these other conversations we have. And I know we keep saying this and I want to say it in a different way of, again, I'm going to say it the way we've always said it, but then I'm going to take a different route. It's not bad if you're a vitamin product. As I look at the Mm -hmm. list of our clients, I could almost get on the list and and almost everybody is a vitamin product. And I will say, we, we have seen brands that reach six and seven figures that are vitamin products. 100%. They're just marketed yeah. really well. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We're glad you're here. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or just want to connect with us, we'd love to hear from you. You can DM us at uh, on Instagram at Kyler Creative. That is our agency handle. Um, but we really appreciate you. We're super grateful um, that you're here spending some time with us today. Bye.